0: By the time you hear this podcast, the whole world has the answer right now just to tell you once again who's bad. starting the show off with a little bit of a well I guess you consider this a bonus track
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> a bonus track for our topic this evening welcome to the by the time you hear this podcast I'm Greg I'm Ben and we're back with another episode the first of 2017
2: oh it is isn't it I just thought about that. yeah <laughs> I keep writing 2016 on stuff at work <laughs>
0: I think it takes people at least like three weeks to yeah. to get out of that habit
2: yeah i'm it's yeah sorry, people at work <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, so uh we're back with another episode. This is actually our twenty second episode, really yeah all right how about that twenty two <laughs> uh and uh we we've discussed you know what future episodes we want to do, and we've I, I have some ideas for guests. Um, ben probably does too. Yeah,
2: sort of. I mean, there's one person <laughs> I would love to get on the show if if he could get a free moment. Yeah, <laughs> because he has, and I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to spoil anything. But like in his line of work, he meets a lot of um, rock stars, famous people. Some washed up, some who are still relevant. And he has told me some really good stories, and I really want him to share them. Yeah, we yeah, it would yeah. be awesome.
0: Yeah. So, um we need yeah, we need to have story time with yeah, it. Yes. Yeah, it'd be good, it'd be good. <laughs> so uh definitely a lot of things on the horizon for this podcast. And um yeah, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So um as we are well, let me remind the people where you can find our podcast. <laughs> uh first Facebook.com slash by the time you hear this, spelled with the word you. YOU. YOU yeah. Yes. Uh by the time you hear this podcast. Um we've had some people reaching out and listening internationally. Really now. I I you know, you got you gotta you gotta spend a little bit of money to, to try to get to try to boost your post if you have a Facebook page. <laughs> and uh I saw some names that looked uh that looked international, like they may be from Brazil or Interesting, okay or or Europe somewhere. Are we big in Japan? We might be big in Japan, like Jesse and the Rippers. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyone who has checked out the podcast internationally, we definitely do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, And uh, you can find our podcast on iTunes, and Podomatic, Mm -hmm. and the Satchel Podcast Player. Mm -hmm. And... Ben mentioned, too, I don't know if we recorded that that's part where, about an app that you Cast mentioned Box. Yeah, Cast because Box. you have an Android. Yep. Ew. Whatevs. Whatevs. <laughs> I'm making a W. Whatevs. But uh, on CastBox, I didn't have to do anything. Uh, I just searched the podcast, and, and it came up.
2: So maybe it's an aggregate site then.
1: Hmm. Huh. I don't
2: know. I didn't search because I didn't think to look, but cuz there's a there's another person who I know that I used to work with that does a really good basketball podcast. I was like, I'll never be able to hear it again. So, I wonder if they just take podcasts from other sites and just put them on.
0: Yeah, I'm well, maybe because of the RSS feed being on iTunes, mm-hmm. that information is out there so anyone could stream it.
2: Yeah, I guess so cuz I mean like it's still like a it's all, it's like an iTunes where you just you can go and subscribe to things. So, that's that's cool. I will go and subscribe.
0: <laughs> so, if you have an Android Subscribe to it on CastBox.
2: It's an awesome app. It's awesome.
0: And uh, if you switched over like Ben did, going over to the dark side, um, you'll be able to find your favorite podcast there, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But if not, iTunes and Podomatic are still there for you. (laughs) (laughs) And the Satchel Podcast Player, which you can find your local – well, podcasts that are produced locally, like in your area, anywhere in the world, pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, also, uh, we're on Instagram. By the time you hear this, spelled with the letter U, because... We're urban. Yes. And also, by the time you hear this, also spelled with the letter U, at gmail.com. You can email us your comments, questions, show ideas, and your independent music, if you fancy yourself to be such.
2: Yes. <laughs> Send it on over. We'll take a listen to it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so as we normally do, as we normally start off the show, we have some music news. And uh, we'll start off with this. Uh, What we talked about in the last episode, uh, we didn't know if Trump was going to have anybody performing (laughs) at his inauguration. Oh,
1: God, this is true. (laughs) Uh,
0: Now, I don't know if I I can't remember if we talked about it, but I know we talked about Jackie Avancho singing the national anthem and her sales quadrupling. Mm -hmm. Rebecca Ferguson who was a contestant on the X factor, I believe she said she would, pref- she was asked if she wanted to perform at the inauguration. And she said, yes, under one condition, really that she would be allowed to sing strange fruit.
2: Okay. Did she say why?
0: <laughs> well, because it's a, it's, you know, um, wait, are you, you are familiar with the song, right? Yes. Okay she felt that it was a relevant song okay. in today's america okay. and rebecca ferguson is black yes okay so she wanted to be able to sing that song and of course there were people who were like um
2: okay i'm not thinking of there i was thinking of something else i'm okay. looking up i was thinking of a, a strange Truth. all right this do you have do, is it on spotify yeah okay we I could was... play
0: uh the the probably one the, well the 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 version that I know of right off the top mm-hmm. is Nina Simone's okay. "Strange Fruit," so we'll play a little bit of that.
2: Because that is not what I was thinking. I don't know what I was Southern thinking.
1: Trees, barren, strange fruit.
2: Maybe I have heard this. Blood on the leaves. Has it been in anything?
0: Like in a movie? Yeah. Well, of course I heard on that episode of Cold Case, but I heard the song before <laughs> then, before that particular episode. Black uh, bodies
1: swinging in the southern oh. uh,
0: Kanye West has sampled this song for, uh, it was a song from his Yeezus album. Okay. I think it was called Blood on the Leafs. Uh, and he's also, uh, well, this song was probably probably the most Please. famous recording is from Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday or Nina Simone, either version is, yeah. is is really good.
2: I almost thought I thought I read that this was in Biodome and I almost dropped my phone. Um but no it hasn't been in any major movies. I mean it was in a um The Birth of a Nation, which I have not seen yet. And then a documentary called No Direction Home, um where Bob Dylan cited as cited it as an influence.
0: Oh yeah, it's a Bob Dylan documentary. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she wants to sing Rebecca Ferguson mm-hmm. wants to sing that song.
2: I'll do it.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is like will they, you will know, they will she her? be allowed, will she be allowed to sing that song because it's about lynching huge, of,
2: yeah. of black people. I wonder if Donald Trump is smart enough to get that. Or if he'll just let her sing like if he'll no, nah, get, yeah,
0: get get anyone, anyone, anyone. It'll be huge anyway. <laughs> um but while that is being sorted out if she will be able to sing that song at all we got a headliner man we got a oh, headliner yes we have a headliner for the trump inauguration gala and that is country duo legends
2: oh yeah they're superstars in their just in their own rights literally in their own rights um <laughs> when when greg told me this i fell out of my chair <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, God. so of course we're talking about big and rich.
2: The the big the, rich. the big and rich. Yes, the the big, and rich. big and rich that will be on their door of the trailer <laughs> <laughs> at the inauguration. <laughs> the big and rich.
0: So and they will also be joined by the one, the only, oh, uh, hip hop rapper of all time.
2: Needs no introduction. The, the only one ever. They don't know who you're talking about by now. But if you don't know, like
0: I, I can't help you.
2: You better ask somebody (laughs) if you don't know, son.
0: I can't. Of course, we're talking about Cowboy Troy. Wow, man! We so we gonna hear those. We gonna hear those country bars. Oh man. This is them hip Hop bars. Oh god. He is
2: <laughs> Didn't he host that really bad show on USA at one point and he freestyled the, Na- the
0: Nashville Star which was supposed to be Country American Idol.
2: And he he freestyled about tots in in a commercial. about Tater
0: tots. It was a Sonic commercial. Yeah, let's it was a commercial see. for Sonic. He no he wasn't freestyling, he was he writes his lyrics.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> which is which is now frowned upon. Yeah. But he was writing them down on one of those yellow legal
2: pads. Oh god.
0: Uh, you know, I'll see if I can find that commercial. But uh, <laughs> listen, I played
2: chicken with the train himself.
0: Yeah, but Cowboy uh, Troy playing chicken with the train and playing the Trump inauguration.
2: Uh, do you think he'll have any friends after this? Of it that look like him, <laughs> he's got to have to put it lightly.
0: He's got to have a couple friends now i mean i'm sure he still has some friends right now
2: well his parents if they're still here like troy we saw you on the trump thing and we're a little disappointed that you did it you know like is like is he gonna be able to talk to his family after this
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know i think that that commercial may have been scrubbed from the internet um because i'm tight i typed in cowboy troy sonic cowboy Mm -hmm. troy tater tots
2: Does he have the same publicity team as uh, Beyonce? Like he just scrubbed it. They're like, oh, that commercial where you rap about Tots, yeah, it's gone. Never to see it again. Gone.
0: Yeah, that that commercial is gone. Yeah.
2: yeah. We'll never see that commercial again. But,
0: hey, if anybody finds it or if anybody, you know, was able to save the video in Mm -hmm. some way, uh, put that on our Facebook page. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. you know, we need we need to let the people know. I think maybe people forgot about Cowboy Troy. I mean,
1: good. A lot of people
0: <laughs> forgot about Cowboy Troy, but maybe not enough to where, you know, maybe someone still has that Sonic commercial, that Nashville star promo yeah. in
2: their heart. Well, you know what's crazy? <laughs> like, if we had the gentleman that we were talking about earlier um, on the show, he could probably tell us what he's what he's getting. You know, he's charging basically because he's got access to a database that tells you. Like how well, much the the guys get paid? Yeah, how much they oh, charge wow. for a show, so he could tell us. And I bet it's low. I'm gonna I'm
0: gonna assume. Do, do, we might need to keep this guy anonymous. We don't want him to get fired by exposing any.
2: Oh yeah we'll, yeah, we'll keep him. That's why I haven't said his name yet. He can, okay, he can let the world know if he wants to give them his government. He can let them yeah. know. Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll we'll leave it up to him. But we'll yeah we'll we'll keep it. We'll keep his name a secret. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Well, big and rich. Uh, will be performing, and they've been a supporter of conservative politics. They wrote the campaign song for John McCain Did in 2008. Have... Yeah, the campaign song was called Raising McCain.
2: Oh, how clever. Just... <laughs> um,
0: Yeah. And John Rich, the rich part of Big and Rich, mm-hmm. he won in 2011. He was the winner on Celebrity Apprentice.
2: Oh, so this is probably a favor.
0: Yeah. Huh.
2: The plot thickens.
0: Yeah. Uh. So that's how that went. Okay. All right. And uh, they do said, they said, uh, we're thrilled to be performing in our nation's capital during this historic moment in time. A, prejudicial, a presidential inauguration is a uniquely American event. So we are honored to be part of it
2: and hope to make it a memorable event. Oh, yeah. So historic. Yeah. Another man become president. Yeah. Just very historic.
0: <laughs> so the confirmed... Performers so far, the Radio City Rockettes, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, and America's Got Talent singer Jackie Avancho.
2: Solid. Yeah, very solid.
0: Well, if, if no one else is forward, like, I think Big and Rich might have to do all their albums. I don't know how many they
2: have. I mean, how long does. Because, I mean, I, you know. Guilty or not, I don't know too much about the inauguration concert. How I mean, how long does it typically go?
0: It might be a couple of hours, but I know there are like a lots of galas to go to. Okay, or galas. I don't know how they're pronounced, yeah, but either one. There are a lot of those to go to where the president will make an appearance, mm-hmm. and yeah. So, uh, looking at Big and Rich's discography. Uh, let's we'll
2: see. One, two, three. That doesn't count. Four, five. Well, I mean, they can't play everything now, because I mean,
0: I... I mean, they. I mean, they. They'll play a, a set mm-hmm. or two, but I, I didn't know how much material they would actually yeah. have. <laughs> so no, they got like they got
2: the one song, of course, um, something about riding a horse, save Super a horse, horse, ride a cowboy, cow-boy. yeah.
0: That's the only song pretty much well. Yeah. And then they got this other one coming to your
2: know. city that was played on like I think it was played for like college football. Yeah, it was played on college game day. Yeah, Come Into your city. And that's that's all I know. That's 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 I mean like they sing the hook on I play chicken with the train. Yeah. So I guess they can play those three songs over and over. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe throwing Well, like actually they're, they're their their most played
0: song on Spotify is is called Runaway with You. It's from their most recent album, which is from 2014. Oh, God. And their number one song, I guess, they had the most plays this week, is Lovin' Lately. So There's they got other songs. I mean, they're, they're probably, you know, they got a fan base out
2: there. Some bigger, Rich, the Big like and Rich Hive. The, the
0: article <laughs> I got, the, the article here is from Rolling Stone. So uh-huh. Rolling Stone cares if don't
2: nobody else care. <laughs> don't want to piss off the Big and Rich Hive, right? We don't want to. You got to say that they're still relevant, I guess. So... <laughs>
0: Uh, so speaking of who is performing at particular places, uh, Coachella announced their lineup, mm. and uh, it's got some interesting, some interesting names here. Um, I know Beyonce yeah. is one of the big names,
1: and
2: I, I'm looking, and I mean, like, I don't recognize a ton, so I recognized her. I saw Bon Vare or however uh, you say.
0: Kendrick Lamar, yeah. who is headlining one of the days. Uh, we also have well, it's three three day festival. Yeah, but some names that I recognize off the top uh, got Capital Cities. I saw um, Mac Miller, Fantagram,
2: yeah. Gucci uh, Mane,
0: Gucci Empire of the Sun, the Double X, Travis Scott. Yeah, um, Bastille, mm-hmm. DJ Snake, Mahid or Majid
2: Jordan. I don't know how to I pronounce their know. name either. Yeah, what what is he? Is he a
0: it's two guys. One, one of them, their first name is Mahid or Majid. Okay. And the other guy, his first name is Jordan. They wrote, uh, hold on, we're going, going home. home. Yeah, because yeah, I, I had an
2: argument one. with um, Matt that was on our show previously on the drive back from Florida that that was not Drake singing. Um, <laughs> I was like, that, there's no way that's Drake. He he sounds too good. <laughs> I, was, um, I was wrong. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see. What else we got? Schoolboy Q. Um, yeah. Tory Lanes. Uh, DJ Khaled, oh, so other people will be doing his songs. Yeah, he'll just be on um, there. <laughs> um, who else we got here? Uh, Hans Zimmer.
2: Yeah, I saw that. Like Hans Zimmer is in the composer yeah. of every Chris Nolan movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we also have Kei uh Kalani, Kiara, Justice, <clears throat> New Order, um... Tovlow.
2: Yeah. That'd be interesting. And uh Or Tuve Lou. I don't I don't know how you say it. Jeez. I think it was Tove. Okay. Tove. Something like that. She weird. She like, she'll probably get naked.
0: Uh I don't know. I think everyone think. else will
2: probably get naked, These
0: <laughs> Oh, also uh Lil' Uzi Vert. Yeah. Um know. Lord. And uh does Lord have does she have new stuff coming out? Like, well see that's the thing. Like,
2: <laughs> so when it got announced that she was getting added to it, everyone assumed that she's releasing something, basically. Yeah. Like you don't just go on that just for fun. You just you're typically gonna be supporting, yeah. So
0: So um if anyone wants to, is anyone heading planning to head out to the Empire Polo Club in Indio,
2: California? Oh, I just saw the two door cinema club. Yeah. Nice, nice.
0: So they will, uh, those people will be there and the date for this year is April 14th through the 16th and then the 21st of the 23rd and all the 2017 passes are sold out. So <laughs> too late. <laughs> oh darn. <laughs> uh, so, um, I don't think they were either one of these acts were on the bill for Coachella but uh, I'm just gonna say this: uh, Drake. Drake is—is is he a serial monogamist or just a whore? Or I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause now, now he's dating J Lo.
2: Yeah, and maybe he's living out a dream, a childhood dream.
0: <laughs> there, I saw a lot of memes where it was J Lo from that dress she wore at the Grammys, mm-hmm. and it was Drake at his bar mitzvah. Yeah, he was a kid. And they were like, these pictures were taken the same year. <laughs> I saw a lot of those memes.
2: Like I think I I think back to like when I was in like high school visiting Columbus, listening to On the Six. Like I was in the high school. That was over ten years ago.
0: That was almost twenty years, years, years ago, yeah. at least.
2: I didn't want to feel that old, Greg. But thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. I was waiting for tonight. <laughs> but yeah, like that's like. That's so I don't know now.
0: To, well, they did actually have a picture together of yeah. them cuddling on New Year's Eve. Yeah, so, I saw that. So maybe it's not the same situation with Rihanna to where a, he thinks he's in a relationship. Oh and no, this is real. Yeah, this, is, this real. is an actual relationship. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I Drake Drake is chasing love, but he's trying to find love through his. Childhood crushes. Yeah, I mean, I mean this is, if Aaliyah were still with us,
2: oh god, yes, you know he'd be chasing after yeah. her. <laughs> oh my god, like Timbaland would have to fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I just I compare this to when um when Ashton Kutcher dated Demi Moore, like just you know, yeah, younger dude, older hot lady. I mean, let's be real, she still looks good. I don't know how old she is, but she still looks good. It's like forty. Seven, forty eight. Yeah, she still looks good. Yeah. I didn't know she was that old. Yeah.
0: it has been around a long time, man. hmm In Living Color.
2: Oh God, yeah, she was a fly girl. <laughs> My baby. <being. laughs> we were kids. Yeah. yeah. Was- <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um hey, if it works out, great. If not, he's got Taylor Swift to help him write songs about it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he'll go back he'll go back to Yeah, okay. So now I just realized, yeah, that didn't even last like what, a month?
0: I don't think that was real. Okay. I think they were like seen together, like they hung out, mm, and people, like, and it looked like they were dating. hmm And so, you know, it gave us the opportunity to examine it. He held the door for her, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they were, maybe they're they're just friends. And I, but I, I still hope that they do a song together because oh, that God, would, yes. <laughs> that would that would that would blow up definitely. Make everyone cry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Crying in the dark. Oh God. <laughs> um. What else we got here? Okay, so we try to mention the number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 every week, and Black Beatles is back. Yeah, it, it's yeah. <laughs> they are back to being number one. Um, I believe that what what was the previous number one that we were talking about? I've, I've already forgotten. I have already See, forgotten as well. That, uh, the song must not have mattered.
2: And just like that, in a flash. <laughs> um, I think it was Starboy. Yeah, it was Starboy.
0: So, Starboy falls to number three. The number two song, I'm going to test you right here.
2: I won't even look at my phone. The number two song? is Raindrop. Oh, God. Drop top? (laughs) (laughs) Who sings that song? That
0: is Migos featuring Lil Uzi Vert. That's
2: Migos? Okay.
0: So, they have the number two song. It jumped up from number 13 to number two.
2: That's such a bad song.
0: I, I mean, I understand like it may be catchy, but I don't know. Like, there's a video, uh, a viral video, you know. Um, probably and it's not anything like weird or anything, but it's it's Migos performing that song in Nigeria, and the crowd is going nuts. Really?
2: I guess that just happened to a it,
0: <laughs> but that's so weird. Like, so it it's a big it's a big song. Mm-mm. It might be if it's number one. Um, It'll be an interesting change, like to where rap music has gone as far as being popular,
2: mm-hmm. to
0: where it's these guys, to where the old school rappers are consistently criticizing them. Yeah, but they're getting number one songs. Ray Shrimmer, we got Migos. Um, who else said? Well, Gucci is on that song. Yeah,
2: um, that broccoli song is in broccoli's
0: the- in the top ten. Yeah, Juju on that beat is in the top ten. Juju on
2: that beat is a joke. I don't. Uh.
0: It's one of those. I put it in the category of of that silento. Yeah, that's all that is. To where it's just you're gonna list some dances Mm -hmm. and and have a beat to it.
2: Basically, yeah.
0: You know, it doesn't it doesn't take it doesn't take much. No. Um. So yeah, uh, Black Beatles is still number one. So are people still doing the mannequin challenge? I guess.
2: Well, I don't know. Like I saw some video that was like supposed to be. It was like um, if 2016 was a movie. And it was like a trailer, like a suspenseful trailer oh, type yeah. movie. And I thought it was a real movie. <laughs> no, and somebody was like they walked in on people doing the mannequin challenge. It was kind of funny <laughs> to me. I don't, so I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's I haven't seen any videos in a while, but I mean, I don't. I feel like I am not the targeted audience. So,
0: and uh, the number one album for some reason, uh, we're coming up on two weeks, and it'll be three weeks after Christmas Is with the official th- chart date. Pentatonix Christmas
2: still mm Late
0: yeah, and, Late Presents, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um uh, Starboy number two, twenty four karat magic number okay. three, for your eyes
2: only, number four. Bruno Mars is uh slacking there.
0: Yeah, well uh well it it uh well yeah yeah, yeah he's <laughs> I mean it, he's gonna it's gonna have to be another single that comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh it's probably gonna be performed and, and
2: played at every commercial break of the NBA All Star Weekend. Oh, yeah. And then we'll be sick of it. And, and who knows <laughs> he might show up at the Super Bowl again. It's like bring the short light skinned dude that can dance. Bring him out. That's interesting though.
0: So uh yeah,
2: we got that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So um let's see, anything else that we plan to talk Okay. I uh, mentioned this to me before we started recording. Cheryl Crow will be coming out with a new album, and she's getting back to the "Every Day Is a Winding Road" and "My Favorite Mistake" type songs, which
2: uh, I love those two songs. But why? Like it's...
0: trying to get back to her pop sensibilities, uh, you know, uh, her well, her country pop sensibilities.
2: She needs to get Max Martin and Shell back. <laughs> and all those people and, and what Benny Blanco, and, yeah, and all those people, and just go in and crank out an album um, or get
0: or get the Smeezing Tens, which includes Bruno Mars, yeah, just uh, get <laughs> get them,
2: and or hell, even like get the Neptunes for a track, like <laughs> and get a rapper to feature on it, and like and just because I mean, like, okay,
0: that that's that may be too far if she's <laughs> trying to get back to like kind of what she was doing when she was first blew up, yeah. I, don't, I think getting the Neptunes is
2: a little too far I, <laughs> and getting a rapper that's too much. That'd be hilarious. I mean, her, I heard a Dido song with Kendrick Lamar. So, I mean, it's like <laughs> he killed the verse. But um, I don't know. That's just – I mean, I, I get it. Maybe she's starving for attention. I mean, her last album – was it Miles to um, Memphis? Was that the last album? No, no. Her
0: last album was uh, Feels Like Home. Mm-hmm. Feels like home from twenty thirteen. She did, may have yeah. had one uh, more recently, but that's kind of she. Because
2: um, I'm thinking of the record she did where she covered. That was
0: more of a country album. She says.
2: Okay, because I'm th- I'm thinking of then the one that she covered. She did like Memphis style soul cla- like covers. Yeah. Of songs like she did a so- like um, that
0: was that was the one be- that was the one previous to feels like home. What was Hundred miles
2: from Memphis. Hundred miles from Memphis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I and she did
0: a cover of a. Uh,
2: Signed Your Name. And, yeah, and I Want You Back. Yeah, which I didn't like. <laughs> Sign Your Name was actually pretty good because it really did have a Stax yeah. Records feel to it with Justin Timberlake on the backing vocals, which was phenomenal. But, like, I mean, I don't know. She wanted to really be a singer. I, I don't know what she's doing, man. I guess once you get to a certain point, you can just do whatever you want. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so she's trying to get back to what she was doing before. Um and she's already, she's working with uh, Jeff Trot, and I'm going to say Chad or Chad, which is a weird spelling, uh, Chad Blake.
2: Yeah, I think Trot is one of her guitar players, I believe.
0: And um, they've written a, maybe up to 17 songs.
2: As a matter of fact, I think he might be the one from Atlanta. I know one of her guitar players was from Atlanta. I just cannot remember which one. Um he got a huge ovation when I saw her back in high school, showing my age there. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh
0: and they completed well act they actually the album's done. Oh so the album's done, so it's gonna be released soon. And um
2: I'm anxious then. I mean I like it. I just and yeah. I mean I sound like I don't want her to do this. I love old Cheryl Crow. I just don't know why she's doing it now. With the in, like with the intentions of success, like I just don't see this being a successful venture, maybe on like adult contemporary stations, but not like you know, like 98.5 um, the adult you know station, but I don't see this this isn't getting played on like Q100. like
0: Well, no, no, yeah. I mean which I hope look, if not- you're over the age of 25, your stuff is going to play
2: on Q100, Yeah, <laughs>
0: unless you're a rapper from Atlanta, uh yeah. future.
2: Um <laughs> but on
0: her uh it, the album is called Be Myself. Okay. And uh yeah, it's gonna be released soon and she has some songs. Um uh, yeah, she has some songs, so we'll be we'll we'll check that out and see if she if she really did go back to her uh we like we're talking about the like the globe sessions.
2: Yeah, the globe <laughs> sessions and um, like I'm hoping she drops a single first. I mean, I don't know if.
0: I think there's, there's, there's some, um, speculation on what the first single might be. So there is a single coming. Nice. So, uh, so look out for that. And, uh, so will the rest of us. <laughs> um, and okay. You know how, like the, uh, one more, I, I didn't mention this one, but it's, it's break It's going to be really short. You know what we talk about with the rock and roll of Fame, rock and roll Hall of Fame inductions. There's always that one band that like broke up a long time ago. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And now they're getting inducted. Like, are they all gonna get back together? Is mm-hmm. there one guy who's not gonna show up? Yeah. Okay, so in this case, uh Rick Wakeman of Yes uh said he was not going to appear. And then he said he then he changes his mind. At first he said <laughs> He said uh, was he was asked about it he said I might be washing my hair that night. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> so he is uh, changed his mind and he will be joining the rest of the band for the induction ceremony. Good. So there's always that one story. Um, I don't uh, uh, I guess the only question that like what who's going to show up for Journey? Who's going to show up for sure God,
2: please let Steve Perry show up <laughs> unexpectedly. Let yeah, it was like,
0: I don't know if he's coming, man. And then like the the Filipino guy they have, who's the lead yeah. singer now. He he takes like he's like in the Temptations movie. Oh, he's about to get the mic and here comes Steve Perry. Snatch! <laughs> I am <was> saying, <laughs>
2: here we stand.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: oh man, yeah, I would like that. I would like that. Make that happen, Steve Perry. <laughs> Make that happen. <laughs>
0: And give us credit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's gonna do it for our music news segment. Uh, you don't want to talk about the the big thing that happened. The
2: big Years thing. Years Eve.
0: Mariah Carey. Oh yeah. Okay. We got to get into that. Uh, yeah. Especially.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um. Especially since she, you know, acting all brand new, like she don't know who anybody yeah, is. Yeah. She don't know nobody. Um. I guess she didn't know her sound guy either. Um. Like that was tragic. That was. Um so let's see if we can um like I can't believe she did that.
0: Let's see if we can find
2: what happened here. Uh well some so some of the reports I've read um and I guess if you're not familiar with what happened people out there in Radio Land or wherever land you are podcast land. Um what's going around now is that she said that in her ear, she her in-ear monitors didn't work. They played the wrong track. So she got caught lip-syncing. She had an Ashley Simpson moment. They played the wrong track, like the right song, but the wrong track um, they didn't have the vocals in it, and so, um, everyone said instead of trying to sing live without monitors, like she you know she midway through the performance, she pulls her in ear out because there's nothing coming through there, and then she didn't hear anything coming through her like floor monitors, so rather than risking singing and sounding bad, she just didn't sing at all. I kinda believe that only thing is. Her dancers didn't seem to miss a beat. So what were they listening to?
0: Well, they heard something. Yeah. They had to have heard something. Exactly.
2: So like, did she just not want to sing? Was she just, I I think
0: it's more, she didn't want to sing live. Yeah. But what for me, who, who has dealt with, who has done like live performances, putting, making sure things sound right. I mean, I I mean, I was one of the runners and everything, but still, uh, Look, if the it it really throws the performers off. Yeah. If if they have the in ear monitors, you don't hear anything. Yeah. If they have the floor monitors, you don't hear anything. Like. Oh yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it, it's like it's really, it's really disorienting. <laughs> so, I will
2: say not yeah. to not to not that is the same thing because I mean these are small bars and clubs. We started out singing without monitors. So for me, it's kind of like just sing without a monitor, but you're in Times Square. There's a ton of sound coming at you from all directions.
0: Let's see what we got here as far as trying to get a clip. We
1: didn't have a check for this song, so we'll just say it went to one, and that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, like
2: what's with the banter? Now, see, I didn't see the performance. I just heard it so I didn't know what was going on but when I heard her the whistle register part I was like see when I heard this I was like oh she's, she's singing that though but then I saw that that was a part of the track as well we didn't have a sound check for this
1: new year's baby that's okay you guys
2: okay see I didn't I missed that part she said they didn't give her a sound check so she's she's salty alright just to the oh man, she real salty <laughs> this
0: is Wow. But she's still doing the choreography.
2: Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Wow. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty
2: bad. I want a holiday
1: too. Can I not have one? I'm trying to be a good sport here.
2: Yeah, I think also her voice isn't what it used to be. Okay. Yeah, but then the other, the next song, "We Belong Together," which we talked about in our episode about Jermaine Dupri, uh went off without a hitch. So,
0: yeah. So maybe, maybe emotions was the sound check. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but like
2: I, I try to put myself in her shoes as a performer, and like, what would I do?
0: I, I think in that, like, if you didn't have a sound check. And you have to go on. I mean, I understand like, okay, the show must go on. But mm-hmm. if you feel unprepared mm-hmm. and that's how she deals with feeling unprepared.
2: <laughs> Talking to the crowd. I didn't get a sound check. This <laughs> is like,
0: so – uh-oh.
2: But Okay. I thought so. All the time. Okay. Um, but so, it's, yeah, the whole thing is interesting to say the least. Um and, I mean, I imagine with her not getting a sound check, check she basically just got, they just threw a, a track up there and didn't know they were throwing up there. So.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, trying to push through being unprepared, mm-hmm. you know, not everyone's going to respond the same way.
2: Demi Lovato should have, like, tore into her. Like, she should have just, like, just went ham, like. Would you know? I think
0: social media did that enough. Like what, for her,
2: would Ariana Grande have performed this way? <laughs> would she
0: have? <laughs> you know, uh yeah. I mean, if you if you're trying to, I don't know how far ahead she may have known that she was performing this, mm-hmm. that she was performing this. Like when did they call her, Um when like why wasn't there a sound check? Yeah,
1: but I you won't know? say like
0: uh, so. There it's, I wouldn't, I, the only thing is I don't want to, the reaction is, is, it was a a poor reaction. I mean, some people may expect, oh, you got, you got to push through that. Yeah. Someone who, but because she reacted this way, that shows to me that she's a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and this is how she would deal with something that isn't perfect. It's out of her control too. But I don't blame only her. Like, oh no! Why no. wasn't there a sound check? Like, when was there? Was she? Did she not show up for it? When there's supposed to be one? If that did happen, or um, when she got there, people were unprepared. So there was just a lot of unpreparedness going around, around. across the board. Yes. Yeah, <laughs>
2: someone who I want to know who played the wrong track and who got fired for that. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> like
0: how how is it the wrong track? Like, okay, she's doing this song and this song and this song. You know what tracks are supposed to be there? Yeah. Why are there other tracks that mm-hmm. could be played
1: mm-hmm.
0: it it you know it doesn't um the some other things don't add up so I understand people who are blaming her and, mm-hmm. and making fun of her a little bit, but I don't put it all on her because mm-hmm. i mean you know the she can't fix the monitors Mm-mm. i I don't think she'll be the person to go to to fix monitors or She's got to call everyone to do the sound check. Yeah, this I stuff's know. supposed to be scheduled when you're doing stuff on live TV.
2: I would, I really though, would like to have known what did it sound like up there though, like because I know she. It sounds like she tried to sing a couple times, and like she was just like, I oh, can't find the note. No thanks, not doing it. Like she wasn't gonna try. It was it?
0: Which is interesting because yeah. like you wrote this song, you know what it sounds like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I will say, in her defense, too. Um, just like LeBron doesn't have to answer to anybody for sitting out a game. She ain't got to answer to nobody for not singing. We've all, we all saw the MTV unplugged. We know she can sing. We know she can sing live. So maybe she can't sing as well as she did back then. But, and
0: you, and you know what the difference was with that
2: unplugged performance? What? She came in prepared.
0: Yeah. She did. <laughs> she probably came in prepared so did and everybody have, else was prepared.
2: So it's the band, the backup singers. All she
0: prepared. was prepared so much that trailer ends got a record deal. Remember Trailer of people? Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) Go look him up if you don't. Go look him up. Yes. He's not doing anything right now. No, probably not. He might come sing at your wedding for... (laughs) $100. (laughs) Really? (laughs) And and free drinks from the open bar. It's just like...
0: So, so, yeah. I mean, I I don't blame Mariah. I don't put the full blame on Mariah. uh, Because this... There were some things that were... Some things that happened that we beyond her control, mm-hmm. but she probably could have handled it a little bit better. But she's a diva, and i, I that's too much to expect from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what we'll do here is we'll get to Ben's earworm of the week. What do you got?
2: Um, it's a cover of Cruel Summer by a band called Downplay. Yeah. As I pull that up. This is like a permanent earworm. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was on my top songs of 2016 from Spotify. Um, and none of my friends like it, but I love it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I even wondered, like, if I should even bring it on this show. But, yeah. Judge me if you want out there, people. I love this.
0: All right. So this is Downplay, cover of Cruel Summer. And we will be back eventually. Hold on. Let me make sure I got it queued up. Always queue up your songs, kids. (laughs) All right. So, Cruel Summer by Downplay. That is "Cruel Summer" cover of "Cruel Summer" by Downplay. It's all right.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh god! Especially when it gets to the "oh", oh, oh part. I. That's when I I lose it at that part. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So um, check that out on our BTTYHT earworms playlist on Spotify. We're still waiting for you to sponsor us. <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, what we'll get to before we get to our topic of the night is our indie Instagrammer of the week. And I did have one picked out. I just want to make sure I have their, their link here. Uh, just to remind you how we pick our indie Instagrammer of the week is, uh, if you like one of our posts on our Facebook page, oh, excuse me, on our Instagram, Instagram page, We may play one of your songs. And so. um,
2: It's real easy entry guys. Yeah. Real easy to get into. Just like something. We'll talk about you.
0: All right. So. um, Was this the guy? Okay. Okay. So where I was looking for a guy um Yes, here we go. All right. All right, so uh this is the Brandon Brown. Let me see if he's on Spotify and if not then we'll have to go to Apple Music. Oh, he's on Spotify. Uh-oh. Found him. All right. So Brandon Brown who is on uh, Instagram as Basic Brandon, but that's B-A-S-S-I-C-K
2: Brandon. So Basic Brandon? <laughs> yeah, it looks
0: like Basic, but it's Basic because he, he is a bass
2: player. Oh.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is his band called the Brandon Brown Collective, and he has a song called What You Own.
2: I'm going to guess they're jazz.
0: Possibly. Yeah. So we're gonna to listen to "What You Own" by the Brandon Brown Collective, featuring Mackenzie. I don't know who Mackenzie is, but
2: she might be a singer. Mackenzie um, uh, may be a dude. He might be a singer. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so we'll play that song and we'll uh, let you know what we think of it. All right, from the
2: root of the the root to the, tula, guys, <laughs> the, to the mm-hmm. How old is this? Oh hey, it. Came out mm-hmm. last oh, August. I it. Oh, okay.
0: y'all want more on that one <laughs> that is the brandon brown collective what you want featuring mckenzie
2: that was a that was We're not
0: sure who mckenzie is but he's probably one of the musicians on this track most likely <laughs> but um brandon brown the brandon brown collective you can follow him on instagram at basic brandon that's b-a-s-s-i-c-k brandon and uh yeah, I, I like that. I like the. Those. It's it's very. It's 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 jazzy. Uh, it's um. It. It's one of those songs to where like. You you know how you can hear a song and you can know like with the certain musician if they grew up playing in the church. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those kinds of yeah. songs where they have like yeah I I I hear it you know so it's one of those which um. And and I'm not saying anything about it. Like I that's I appreciate those yeah, that's not a bad those thing. kind of musicians. Not a bad thing. You grew up playing the church, it's a lot of like improvisation, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh and you end up finding uh you end up listening to lots of different genres of music mm-hmm. and you kinda of just put that all together. So yeah, I
2: really like that. That was that was wow, that was just I don't <laughs> like finally we got one that we liked. <laughs> Like that was really so, good. <laughs>
0: And you can find the Brandon Brown Collective on Spotify, and um, the link they had in their bio is to iTunes, so you can buy the song on iTunes as well. And it's the only song he has right now on Spotify. I know, I mean, I'm sure he's got other songs, but that's the only one that's on there right now. Yeah, but definitely check that out and listen to it, and um, and let him know that you heard that song Mm -hmm. on our podcast.
2: (laughs) By the time you hear this podcast, seal of approval. Yes, the first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Most certainly. (laughs) And um, I also got like, you know, you know, if you like Robert Glasper exper- experience or experiment, I always get the name wrong. Uh, if you like uh, Pimps of Joy Time, that's okay. what I got a little a little bit of that in there, too. So, uh, yeah, I think you'll you'll like the Brandon Brown Collective, at least that song. Yeah, That's the only song we've heard, but yeah. <laughs> but it's a good
2: song. I wonder if he tours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so definitely check him out. Uh, so now to the topic of discussion. We started the podcast with a bonus track from the album.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It was on the 25th anniversary version of the album release. So, uh, that is is a song called Al Capone Mm -hmm. by Michael Jackson. And it's from the album bad. And that is what we're going to discuss this evening. So, uh, Bad was released on August 31st 1987.
2: Let me make sure that the that's the right. How old are you? I was 3 I think. How old were you?
0: I was I was 3. I
2: was a, well, I was about to turn 3. No, no, I just turned 3 cuz I was born in July, Duh, ben. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, released on August 31st 1987. Yeah. What's interesting is that the uh the album was recorded between January 5th and July 9th
1: 1987.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh one thing that was that's that jumped out to me is that 60 songs were written. Yeah. For the album 60. And like he recorded 30.
2: Yeah.
0: And wanted to make I I thought it was a I I said earlier a double album, actually a three disc album.
2: Yeah, oh
1: god.
0: He was putting all the songs out. <laughs> But, uh, Quincy Jones suggested the album be cut down to a 10 track single disc. And then they added, um, Leave Me Alone, which was the final track that yeah. was added to the album. I don't know if it was the last one recorded. Yeah. It was definitely the last one added to the album. And, uh, it was later released as a single, of course.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, with the album there, it's, you know, it's kind of that, it had the sound of uh pretty much almost everything every musical genre you could think of mm-hmm. at the time like it was pop it was dance it had it had rock it had rock yeah. elements you know kind of continuing from thriller yeah um had some soul
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh you know an r&b of course yeah. which is, i i feel like is always like code for black <laughs> but uh yeah <laughs> but it still had that mm-hmm. um and uh, this was the, the last collaboration between Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones.
2: Yeah, because he went on to work with Teddy Riley on uh, Dangerous. On Dangerous, yeah. yeah.
0: And History?
2: History, I, I think, because I know he worked on Blood on the Dance Floor with him. Okay. With Teddy Riley. So I think History as well, because History had that same sound as well to it. And, um, and so, you Nina know, mentioning all of the genres that he spans on Bad is probably what makes this you know, my favorite Michael Jackson album. Um, thriller comes close. I think like, Thriller's the easy answer to give.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I definitely understand that with, with Thriller. Thriller. I think you, you mentioned, we talked about, talking about this album. Mm-hmm. When we, you know, uh, collaborated on
1: <laughs> deciding a
0: topic. Yeah. <laughs> but, it seems like a lot of people who say they're Michael Jackson fans stopped at Thriller. Yeah they and not not even off the wall
2: yeah just thriller yeah like every now and then you'll you'll ha- you'll meet some people who like um the way you make me feel and smooth criminal mm-hmm. but like and and then of course there's all the people who like man in the mirror but i bet if you pulled a lot of them oh that was on thriller like i mean like and i mean that's kind of a condescending way to say it but like outside of those three songs on that album um, it it kind of stops with like everyone knows al- almost every song on Thriller you know PYT Wanna Be Starting Something The Girl Is Mine like they know all of all those songs but when it comes to Bad an album that I think is a good listen all the way through a lot of people can't name every song on Bad you know
0: yeah Um. with with the album like well, like I said, like a lot of people like, maybe it stopped after a thriller, and you may know Man in the Mirror because mm-hmm. it's played, you hear it in a lot of movies Man and in TV <laughs> shows, you know, you hear um, bad whenever you want to make fun of somebody wearing mm-hmm. a leather jacket with mm-hmm. lots of oh, buttons <laughs> and buckles on it, you know, um, uh, people may have only been introduced to Smooth Criminal because of Alien Ant Farm.
2: Possibly, yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, not knowing it was a Michael Jackson song and, you know, that's kind of one of those moments to where, okay, people aren't paying attention to the history of music sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's only, like, what's happening right now. Yeah, it's, That's one of those moments to me, I feel like.
2: And it's not even to say that the album didn't do well because, I mean, the album sold. Um, compared to Thriller, not as well, but um, still a good album, you know?
0: All right. Um Sorry, doing multitasking over here. Uh, (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, um, and then some of the songs, uh, I feel like you know, they said how like "Smooth Criminal" is only from Alien Farm. Mm -hmm. I think people may hear uh, like "Dirty Diana" only through the weekend.
2: Oh, he did cover that, didn't he? He
0: he has a cover of "Dirty Diana."
2: I love "Dirty Diana." That was, um, I mean, of course, that being one of the rock songs or rock style songs from that from that album. Um I don't like I feel like on this album is where you start to hear the more the modernized Michael Jackson voice. Mm. Whereas more it's more aggressive. Like you kind of started to hear it on Beat It, but you really hear it on more tracks on um on Bad because it is a more aggressive album. You know, Bad is a more aggressive song. Dirty Diane is a more aggressive song. Another part of me is more aggressive. You really start to hear what would become, you know, that voice that he starts to use, uh, kind of like the voice that um, that Chris Tucker makes fun of in the "Rock, rock um, You Rock My World" video.
0: So what? What? Okay. So just so we can play some music on here, because yeah. that's what this is supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> what song would you say is like kind of like the vocally where he where he's going, like the direction, like what's What's the first song to where you noticed
2: "Bad"? That, like okay. the chorus, the way he sings the chorus of "Bad," um, it's very, it's a little bit raspier, it's a little bit more aggressive. Because um, if you think back to like some of the older albums, he's he's still in R and B soul type mode. Whereas on this one, it's very like the chorus where he's singing, "Just singing, I'm bad." It's it's so aggressive. Like this is this is more what the what we're used to, like the Michael Jackson we're used to. This vocal line right here. Um, and then when he goes into the chorus, it gets a little bit more, you know.
0: Including that, like, that, yeah, that yeah, the mm-hmm. vocal hiccup. Yeah, the vocal which hiccup, which is, is called,
2: his way of breathing. in, yeah. between, in between bars, um, he's such a unique singer. <laughs> like, not a lot and, of people and, did that,
0: and that's why, like, uh, like you told me, like, you know, now that now that when I thought about it at the time, like, his songs are really hard to sing, like, for God, anyone yes. else to sing. Oh God, yes. Very difficult. Um, I mean would you say he's like what's one of those like virtual so guitarists like Eric Johnson or Steve oh, Vai or something yeah, Steve Do where I, they yeah. play something just to make it hard
2: <laughs> well, thing, I don't think he was doing alright so here he comes like you can hear the, the grit in his voice like I love that like he just and like that's this is the Michael Jackson I really like that can go from like singing really smooth, the singing really gritty, then just goes right back and sings really smooth um there's a really and I wish I could find it. I don't have it on me. there's a really good posting on um the singing subreddit that i that I subscribed to on Reddit where they talk about his vocal style and how unique it is um from album to album and later in his career, and apparently like singing that way started later in his career to give him vocal problems like to where he couldn't sing um as aggressively anymore so um, I don't know exactly what it was he was doing. I can't remember the article. But, like, that's when you really kind of start to hear that aggressiveness um, in his voice. And then, of course, kind of like at the end of Dirty Diana with the screams at the end of Dirty Diana. Like, you weren't really hearing many pop artists doing that in a song yeah, like too, that. where, like, pop is supposed to be, like,
0: clean and mm-hmm. and smooth and, and
2: accessible. And, the, and I mean, not to mention... The subject of the song, which he kind of touched on in Billie Jean, Um, you know, a woman who, um, well, I mean, in that case, a woman who had a baby who was kind of like a a stalker. Um, Another woman in this, another um, woman who's attracted to him because he's a musician, um, doesn't really treat him right. So kind of an edgy subject to sing about in a song. And then on top of that, like just an edgy song in general, like a huge, um, a huge guitar solo kind of in the vein of beat it Um, only even though like you know you didn't have Eddie Van Halen playing this one Um, I don't know who played on this one but I just I do know though like this song it sounds like and of course you have the people cheering but it just sounds huge it sounds like an arena song
0: Uh, the guitar solo is uh, Steve Stevens from who's he played with here uh, Never heard of him. He's played with Billy Idol and Vince Neal. Okay. And uh, mostly with Billy Idol.
2: Okay. So I wonder if he's like Billy Idol's like guitar player, guitar player, because Billy Idol's guitar players are very good. He's very good.
0: That's who he's most associated with. Most of his, yeah, most of his stuff is with Billy
2: Idol. Okay. Yeah, yeah me, he that guy's good. So that makes sense. But like, it's just like, then just builds up. Like this was, man. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't even know what to say about the song that I haven't said. Like it's just it's aggressive. Just a really good song.
0: What's interesting is like, that this was the. Um,
2: and then just dies back down. He's put the crowd, puts the crowd noise in there. Like it, I mean, it's because I mean, it just sounds large. It sounds like a song that you yeah, play in an arena. Yeah, I mean, it's a.
0: It, yeah, it's a. It's it has it. Yeah, it's definitely that arena rock kind of song. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the the la- the the song- the album had five number 1 singles. This was the fifth one. Yeah. And it came out 9 months after the album came out. So, I mean, this was a different time to where how albums were promoted and how people released. They like, had nine singles
2: yeah, over 2 years.
0: Over two years from one album, yeah, you're lucky to get nine singles over five albums yeah. now. <laughs> you know, there's
2: not many, there's not many albums out there nowadays that are releasing, unless you're like Justin Timberlake, yeah, and you're just like, well, I'm just gonna release everything as a single, and they're not nearly as good as the songs released from this single. You just want to release singles,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, and the the five number one singles a feat that is only be repeated by Katy Perry. Uh.
2: I laugh at her, but she's had a good career.
0: Um, Teenage dream for anyone wants to know what the exact album was. Um, So with the, um, it wasn't, this was, I mean, it's a pop album, Mm -hmm. but uh, he had a lot of rock elements to Mm -hmm. it. And, um, well, okay. Uh, to kind of, I kind of just veered off there, but okay. I was right. Cause I played, I, I found a, a video to where it was. This was, I guess it was a true story. The song bad was supposed to be a duet with Michael Jackson and Prince.
1: Mm-hmm. But Prince didn't <laughs> like the first line. <laughs> he didn't
0: like the first line. Yeah. Well, it was like, I'm not singing this song. I'm not singing that line to you <laughs> and you're not singing that line to me. So who's, who's supposed to be singing that? You know? Um,
2: we were robbed. I think that would have been a good duet.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or um, I think, like, and in the video, I think with the video, he was supposed to play Wesley Snipes' part.
2: Really?
1: That Which would have been, been interesting
0: because Prince was 5'3 at the yeah. tallest. Michael Jackson was like 6'2". Yeah, that would have been odd. <laughs> so, hmm. And Prince is supposed to be like the bully out
2: here. And he's, a, he's the soft-spoken light-skinned dude. Like, <laughs> You just got two likes you got two soft like soft spoken light skinned dudes going at it. Like.
0: <laughs> so that would have been that would have been interesting. Um, you know, and we never really got that no that collaboration between them, even if it was
2: another song, it never really
0: happened. Um But I rem I also yeah. did
2: read there was supposed to be collaborations between like him and Whitney Houston. Yeah, Whitney Houston Barbara Huston, Streisand, I think Barbara Streisand, Huston. Diana Ross, mm-hmm.
0: Aretha Franklin. You know, that probably one of them was supposed to sing I, I Just Can't Stop Loving You. Yeah. And that ended up being C to Garrett. Um
2: I couldn't imagine yeah. the thing is I couldn't imagine Whitney Houston on that song. I think she would have overpowered the vocal. I think she would have like her voice really? is Yeah, I think her voice is too strong. Like she's got like whenever you think of Whitney Houston, you think of like big voice, huge voice. Um whereas, you know, Garrett was more of a um Complimentary, you know, to it Like the the song was very I don't know, like I just I I couldn't hear Whitney Houston doing that Not to say that she was supposed to I don't know what she was supposed to be on um, Maybe a Barbra Streisand Could have been on that song That would have That could have worked Um, But yeah, I don't know
0: um, It would have been It would have been interesting to hear Any of those other voices Yeah uh, The song was still successful on its own Mm-hmm It was number one. It was the very first single, so it did have the same success. Um, It just didn't really have the name.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, But I think that um, yeah, and we were robbed with other with collaborations with some of these. Well, the only song I know that Michael Jackson associated with Diana Ross is um, Diana Ross called song called "Muscles." I don't think where he he sang the background vocals. Oh, man, <laughs> um, that's the only song I know with uh, with Diana Ross. I don't know if he ever did a song with Aretha Franklin. Uh, I
2: don't think he did. no I know,
0: I know that well, Jordan Michael did a song with Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. but I don't know about any, any of the other if there are any other songs. Maybe they're unreleased. Uh, he's already had two unreleased albums, yeah. Who, who knows what's <laughs> floating around out there? He wrote 60 songs for the album, so mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um. What else do we have to, do to talk about with this song, along with the? I'm still astonished at nine singles just compared yeah. to today.
2: Well, I mean, did you? What's I mean? What do you think is a, a standout track from that album?
0: Well, to me, um, my well, my favorite song on the album is "Leave Me Alone." Okay, okay. Uh, I think the song that's like probably the the best song on the album is uh, is "Smooth Criminal." Okay. Just because it, it had so many there was a lot of stuff happening and it had like kind of I like songs that have like trumpets in them. Mm, okay. Uh the video is iconic. Oh yeah it's not as iconic as it should be, but it is. Yeah. Uh you know, trying to figure out like how do you lean that far <laughs> over. And um and uh so I'll play I'll play a little smooth criminal here. That, but, yeah,
2: that's a really that's a that's a very good track actually. Okay, um,
0: this is an alien ant farm, people
2: oh yeah I wonder if it has anything to do too with the fact that I mean this was his first light-scanned album maybe you know (laughs) that changed people's minds you know I don't know
0: he seemed less threatening Uh, his curl was at its jairiest
2: oh it was like he had that long hair which I'm not gonna lie as a kid I wanted I wanted Michael Jackson hair because I thought Michael Jackson was the coolest thing I'd ever seen so
0: I I thought it was hard to maintain
2: oh god it had to be it had (laughs) to be
0: you can't just wake up like that like what is it? <laughs> yes you would have it
2: like in the ponytail with like one little curl coming down in front of his in front of his face or it
0: would be like kind of a, a high top and it will yeah. have this long part. Yeah. but it was like uh it was like with like look like I had like baby hairs mm-hmm. it was like pressed down like it was finger waves yeah. a little bit there was a lot going on with yeah, that hair
2: was. and yes this is this is a killer track um did you, have you ever seen any of his like live performances of this on the Bad Tour?
0: Uh I've only seen some photos.
2: It was really good. They they did like the choreography and everything. It was very good. Which is something else we could also mention here if we didn't mention yet. The Bad Tour um was a 2-year tour. It had two legs. Um international and if you ever get a chance to go out and like see any of the videos, they're on YouTube. You can find them. Um he puts on a hell of a show
0: with uh i mean there's a you probably don't think there's a lot of wikipedia articles like how specific they'll get but there's an article for the bad tour it has all the dates Mm -hmm. uh all the where where it was played you know um you know he was it started off in japan yeah and then australia and then he's in the u.s and then he goes to europe and uh, then he comes back to the U.S., <laughs> and then he goes back to Japan, and then ends it at, in in the states. Over two years, like mm-hmm. no, who tours like that anymore?
2: Maybe Beyonce, but I mean, like her tours aren't going. It's it for two. It's not for, for two years all, though. Yeah. Am I? Sure? She's. I know she came back to Atlanta, but I mean, like she's not. Yeah, I mean that was it was a huge tour. It was. For the, for those of you who may not who may not realize just how big at the time Michael Jackson really was.
0: And uh, according to the box office numbers, it made one hundred and twenty five million.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: By today's standards, that would be two hundred and forty three million. Yeah. So like this was a. It's the largest grossing tour ever. Mm-hmm. And the largest uh, in terms of dollars and attendance like number of people uh i just feel like and the, like just from seeing like any clips of any michael jack's performance any time they cut to the audience mm-hmm. it's crying. pandemonium <laughs> they're crying somebody's crying screaming they were going nuts and it was during this time because keep in mind there was no tour for Thriller. People love Thriller so yeah. much, there was no tour for that. Can
2: you imagine how much bigger it might have been had there been a Thriller tour? Had
0: there been a Thriller <laughs> tour and then a Bad Tour? Like, I, well, you know, I, to play Devil's Advocate or whatever, it may be considered a disappointment. The Bad Tour may be considered <laughs> a disappointment compared to the Thriller Tour because the Bad Album is considered a disappointment compared to Thriller.
2: Yeah and that's not fair that's like, it's really not
0: um it's, it's it's really not i mean just because it, it's something new and you know mm-hmm. it's not it's not it doesn't sound the same as thriller yeah, but it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense
2: that's like co- saying kobe bryant's a disappointment compared to michael jordan isn't everyone <laughs> like
0: <laughs> it it's going to fall short but Michael Jackson did have lofty expectations for the album. He thought it would sell a hundred million outsell Thriller.
1: Mm.
0: Well, I mean, sell a hundred million, probably just only in the states. I mean, from what reports (laughs) were
2: saying back then, it was at the time the most anticipated album of all time, Um, because of Thriller, because of what they thought. Some this is
0: this is five years after Thriller was released. Yeah,
2: some of the reported um, duets that they thought that you would get. Like, it was just hotly anticipated. So it was almost like at that point, I mean, I couldn't imagine. I don't think there's another artist at this in this day and age, or really within the last maybe 10 or 15 years, that's had to release an album to that much hoopla. Like, you just released what, you know, might go down as one of the biggest albums of all time. What you got next? Like... <laughs> Uh, like even the yeah. pressure on Frank Ocean wasn't this big. <laughs> like it was no
0: people were just like, where is it? Yeah. Oh it's not there. Okay. Yeah, where is it? Okay, Still it's not, not there yet. Okay, and yeah. people started to lose hope yeah. that it was ever coming. But I think like with with Michael Jackson, it was it was expected and like, yeah. what's it going to be like?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, one thing that also sticks out to me, like we talk about the choreography and the tour, how he sounded.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These his best. I think some of his best videos come from. The bad album,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Leave me alone. Is, Which won a Grammy? Yeah. Me.
2: Me. yeah. Uh, Smooth, Smooth
0: criminal.
1: criminal. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't. I I don't recall seeing the video for Man in the Mirror. I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what's in it at all. It's, it's I just a know, montage. I just know of,
2: song. It's a montage of like clips like of events okay. going on in the world and you know.
0: Uh, even Speed Demon has a video, even though it wasn't
2: officially a single. Where he's dancing with the rabbit, right?
0: <laughs> uh, so, that, yeah, that video is just kind of weird. But Leave Me Alone kind of sticks out just because of, it was, at the time, it was something I had never really seen before mm-hmm. Uh, to where it's 3D and stop motion yeah. and, you know, how did they get the elephant man's bones to dance like he's <laughs> dancing? Um you know, all the the layering of roller coasters and animals and mm-hmm. water, uh, the water part in the the words the with the water in the video really tripped me out because I was like, how did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but I think like the videos, like people will look at the thriller video as kind of like mm-hmm. his best one. Yeah, I think it's it's looked at that way because it was kind of the first of its kind to yeah. like make a literally make a short film out mm-hmm. of this. And he applied that to his other videos to where it just wasn't, it just wasn't a music video where I'm performing, Yeah, you know, like we talked about with like with hair bands, like all their videos <laughs> seem to be there performing in an empty arena. Oh, God. And the tour footage <laughs> and the tour footage. Well, the tour footage was for the ballad. ballad yeah. The first single, the first rock single was The Empty Arena. Oh, yeah. But he made short films out of these. Mm -hmm. Um, a Smooth Criminal was definitely one of them because that that song is a story.
1: Yeah.
0: So I think that's where he, the video making went to another level to where I think a lot of people have just been trying to catch him ever since. And Mm -hmm. it just hasn't happened. But he, he set the bar high. Not, not if you don't think it's that way with the songs with the other ways that this album was promoted he set the bar pretty high yeah um one like and also um uh, what got would have me I noticed something uh with the thriller video and with the the way you make me feel video mm-hmm. um he made a couple women famous for a short period
2: of time yeah <laughs> I mean, mean, this. To be honest, um, if I'm remembering her correctly, the girl from the way it made me feel video was really cute. Like she was pretty. She was good looking. Uh,
0: Let me make sure I have her name.
2: Eighties dress, the blue skin tight, like nylon dress or whatever.
0: Make sure I have her name. uh, Tatiana Thompson, and she may have, maybe or maybe not, briefly dated Michael Jackson. In real life, she was known as the the love interest in the video. Uh, Okay, (laughs) so the story goes, she joined the tour. She was on the tour. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And. She kissed him on stage and she claimed she was fired. Uh, She claimed she was fired soon after through the encouragement of his entourage for taking advantage of the star by kissing him. And was replaced with Cheryl Crow.
2: Oh, who was one of his backup singers? Yeah, interesting. So this girl could actually sing.
0: Uh, no. Well, she's not known as a singer. She was a model and actress, but uh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that was. A- but yeah, there were there were some. There was some uh, animosity after uh, her being fired.
2: That's and you know it's funny too, about that video. That's one of those like um persistence pays off type songs videos. Yeah. Like just if she says no, just keep trying, man. <laughs> eventually, you know It
0: it it's kind of stalkerish.
2: Eventually she's going to give in. She'll <laughs> she'll see the error of her ways and
0: yeah. That it's like Steve wearing down Laura.
2: Yeah. And then eventually he just turned into Stefan and you know that was like the cheat code, wasn't it? Like
0: <laughs> that, yeah. That, yeah. That was a cheat code, and then it, it, it was the like planted the seed of doubt, or however you want to call it, mm-hmm. to where she actually felt like he didn't have to be Stefan anymore. He actually like cloned himself, and then that clone became Stefan. Family Matters is a weird yeah. show, people.
2: Not to mention, it's in a later weird seasons,
0: show. Weird we're show that you think,
2: like he got like, dude was lifting. Like he was like, why is like Steve Urkel like? cut like what's he so, the thing, like, like
0: he started he started working out and the network had to discourage him from doing that because yeah. he was getting too buff
2: it's like bro like he's got guns <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, Steve Urkel swole like, oh,
0: um, but yeah he was supposed to be skinny forever yeah skinny and going forever but okay sorry for the derailment again yeah. but anyway um, you can also see Tatiana thought I didn't know I don't know what movie she'd been in or anything like that but if you watch the opening credits to a different world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you will see her. You're doing what? <laughs> she like the opening credits were like uh it's kinda like the different multicolored room. Watch oh, the opening okay. credits to it. You'll 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 see her in there if okay. you if you know what she looks like, yeah. But see the, the way you make me feel video and, and also compared to with with thriller with Ola Ray being the uh the love interest in the thriller video. Yeah. She made a tribute video after like after uh, after his passing. It's really bad. I mean, I understand like, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe they were still friends and everything, but it's a really bad video and mm-hmm. I wouldn't suggest watching it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Okay. Uh what else can we talk about with with bad? Like there's a lot of well,
2: I really I like to I would like to talk about the duet that he did with Stevie Wonder.
0: Uh yes. Uh um, just good friends. Yeah which would that we'll play is a little bit of that. song
2: from the album um. Truth be told, um, and I guess to give a little bit of background, I was telling Greg this when I was a kid. Um, I I, th- I guess they belonged to my sister, so shout out to my sister. Um, I found the Thriller album on cassette, and I found Bad on cassette. And that night, I listened to both albums the entire way through, and I think this song stood out the most to me out of all of them. Um and i didn't know who this was at the time like i had i think i was in elementary school i had no clue who the other singer was i don't think i found out who he was until maybe 10 years ago <laughs> i didn't know. yeah i was just like who was singing with michael jackson
1: yeah uh
0: this was this was not a single
2: yeah this was one of the ones that was not a single i think it's the only one that wasn't a single
0: no this one in speed, speed demon were not oh, singles speed,
2: technically speed demon but was on
0: a yeah like technically. And Just Good Friends is actually the only one that doesn't have a video. Yeah. Um, this was also one of the two songs not written by Michael Jackson for yeah. this album. Yeah.
2: And, that's and it wasn't some- written by Stevie Wonder either. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something to touch on after this as well. Like the creative control that he took on this record um, and really kind of flexes his muscles as a writer. As far as like, you know, you know, he wasn't writing dug, duds, you know. He was writing number one hits. He was writing singles, big songs. So... But yeah, this... I don't know what it is about this song. I just... Maybe when Stevie Wonder starts singing, I don't know. But this was my favorite for the longest time. I guess probably still is. Um, next to Dirty Diana. For obvious reasons. As a guitar player.
0: <laughs> I think some of the duets were... Some of the duets that Michael Jackson did were actually, like, underrated. I mean, yeah. people look at Michael Jackson a lot, mainly just by himself, mm-hmm. but some of the songs that he did with other people, either with, with Michael Jackson or um, uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah,
2: we did two duets with him. Yeah. What was, was, say, 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 on one of his records or one of Paul It was McCartney's? on Paul McCartney's record. Okay, okay,
0: While I like the song, mm-hmm. that video is creepy. How is his <laughs> own sister playing the love playing his love interest in the video? That is, that what? How? Why couldn't y'all find anybody else? We know that's Latoya, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, this song, um, there's another song that he well, the one with Cedar Garrett. There's another duet. Um, um,
2: uh, I I I can't I can't think of what is it, it, it is. Is it escaping you? Did he do any Did he do any duets on um, Dangerous? Uh, well, let's look. I can't Remember if he did well. I mean, he which had, might like, be an you know,
0: album we, we visit down the line. He had mm-hmm. rappers on it. I mean, he had um, oh, well,
2: Heavy D, <laughs>
0: da- okay, Dangerous. Uh, yeah, Heavy D, uh, whoever did the rap on Black, Black or, or White. White, yeah. Um, and on History Scream was on here, right? Yeah, Scream, Scream
2: with Janet Jackson, and then he did on Invincible, he had uh, a, a lost biggie verse,
0: <laughs> yeah, on the title track to Invincible.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah
0: And uh, On Blood Advance of the Dance For Worked with Teddy Riley As we yeah. As you mentioned And also Wyclef Okay So uh, And on the 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 On Michael Which was released After his death Yeah There's a song with 50 uh, He had a song with Akon Yeah And there's one with Lady Kravitz
2: Yeah Michael I mean Michael Jackson's Is one of those artists Where and he still—I mean, hell, if he was alive. I mean, we saw what happened when he died. He was larger than life. So, like, of course he's going to own—kind of own the room, so to speak, on any song that he does with anyone. It's, it's, um, Which is probably why he mostly worked alone. And I wouldn't be surprised if maybe that's why some of those duets didn't happen. Because, I mean, hell, in, in the late 80s, how big was Whitney Houston? You know, I mean, the biggest person he would have worked pretty with would have probably have been, what, Barbara Streisand maybe or— I guess from his from a historical standpoint, I guess,
0: um, probably her um, you can probably put Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Well, Paul McCartney was still big enough at the time. Yeah. Um, so. And. Yeah. Probably talking about those. Them, yeah. Yeah. But it, it would have. If there were Internet at the time, uh, Michael Whitney Duet would have would have. That would have, uh, yeah, that would have said so the internet's that would to fire. That would have burned the internet, yeah. Um, but we'll never know, unfortunately. Nope. nope. Um, and if anyone wants to check out the album, I mean, if you look yeah. at it on Spotify, yeah, there's the original 11 tracks, and we played a song that was one of the unreleased tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also a, a Spanish and French version of I like, Just Can't Stop Loving You, really. Uh, and remix. Well, I told Ben about the, the, the Afro Jack remix of mm. bad featuring
2: Pitbull. <laughs> um, did you see his new year's Eve special? No. Yeah. I don't, I did. I mean, I saw the beginning, but I was like, I don't think he does anything other than just he comes out and does an opening and then pff, he didn't do anything for that. the rest of the show. I don't <laughs> think he did. No, I don't think he did.
0: He's Mr. Worldwide. He's got, he's got shows to do in other places.
2: Um, I, I think I told someone, I was like, he's going to be the first rapper to get a Vegas um, gig so where he's performing. I guess <laughs> that's what it looked like when I saw it. he was in like a suit, having his sunglasses. I was like, he's going to Vegas. He's going to give him like five <laughs> years. Yeah. Pitbull in Vegas. That's what's going to be.
0: I can see that. And Michael Jackson.
2: Did Michael Jackson ever have a Vegas show?
0: I don't think so. I know there, there was, I think I know with him in Vegas is there was a Cirque du Soleil Show They're inspired dead. by his music. Yeah, I do remember that? I don't. Yeah, I don't think he performed in Vegas.
2: Not the Universal Circus. I'm no, <laughs> <laughs> never seen them.
0: I don't know. <laughs> um, they perform at Atlantic Station every year. I think. I Who think Circus them. Soleil
2: or Universal Circus. Both. Both. I know. I know Circus Soleil is it there every year. I don't even know if the universe. Universal
0: Circus. They're probably like Gwinnett. I don't even know if they the, exist anymore. But infinite, infinite Energy Arena. Okay. They're still around. They're still okay. I saw them on Love in Hip Hop Atlanta
2: once. I was like, I don't know if I, hang around, I don't hang around enough black people to know. So
0: <laughs> that should be your New Year's resolution. Hang with more black people.
2: <laughs> I got I got to meet some that I like. I got to meet
1: some.
2: <laughs> um, that so, that sounded bad, people. I don't hate black people. I I don't. I'm not George W. Bush. I don't.
1: <laughs> oh god.
2: This
0: is going off the rails. It has. Again. It has. But okay, is it let's bad? get back on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god, cuz that's what we're here to talk about ladies and gentlemen. Bad. Bad. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh well, one thing we didn't mention, the there's uh talking about the videos like him stepping up mm-hmm. he, him raising the bar as far as videos go
1: mm-hmm.
0: moonwalker
2: yeah moonwalker yeah
0: i haven't seen it
2: i haven't either it looks like there's some dude who's trying to like enslave little kids i'm not sure um
0: i it know it had the weird. uh the guy who played the guy from uh he played one of the black kids in okay in Mighty Ducks, there's the guy who would later be on Empire, and then there's the other kid who was actually in the second movie, the Mighty Ducks movie.
2: Jermaine? Guy Jermaine? Or no? no, no,
0: no. The black kid. Yeah,
2: they the were kid. brothers.
0: It, it was two brothers in the first one. One of those guys is playing Jamal on Empire right now. The I other, I can't think, of his, I think name. his name was, I think in the movie, his name was Jesse. He was in the second one. Yeah. And him and you know they had to have him and and Keenan Thompson, Thompson have an interplay in the second one because yeah. he's the only other black kid on the team. And they're in South Central. <laughs> and they're In South Central. Yeah. <laughs> in Moonwalker, they made a parody of Bad, but it was it was a uh, parody of Bad with kids. Mm-hmm. And he played Michael Jackson. Oh, in the okay. Video. I know
2: you're talking. I don't know his name though from the movie, but I know you're talking about. Now. Yeah,
0: he's that's from Moonwalker.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: And then anyone who could find the the you know Speed Demon the video the that quote unquote video game. for Speed Demon is from Moonwalker. So it's just a collection of um.
2: Joe Pesci was in there.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, there was also a video game.
2: Yeah, I have played the video game now, um, on Sega. Yeah.
0: So basically, it's a collection of short films and some videos. Yeah. Uh and what's interesting is that it's named after the dance but he does not do the dance in the movie.
2: Okay, so I was thinking of <laughs> the actual smooth criminal section where um Mr. Big is trying to kidnap some kids or something like that. It's that's what I was thinking of. Three homeless children um sneaking into the city to see Michael walk out of his apartment. Um Mr. Big, whose real name is Frankie yeah, he um he wants to get the entire population of Earth addicted to drugs. God, did Nancy Reagan have something to do with this?
0: Had to. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. He... Uh, Brandon Adams is the actor's name. Okay. And play the the baby Michael.
2: Okay. Mister Big. How about, that's that's real original, man.
0: So check out uh, check out um, Moonwalker. uh let us know what you think of that mm-hmm. and maybe we'll watch it sometime. <laughs> uh, okay. So what do you think is the lasting legacy of, I mean, people want to You always got to rank stuff and then call yeah. it a classic, but that's like, I mean, I think we're past the statute of limitations.
2: Now we're yeah. coming up on 30 years. <laughs> this is it out, it is out. a classic. It's a classic. Um. Um, I don't know. I mean, what I would take from it is the fact that I think a lot of people take this from it. It it made it was his edgier. It was kind of like um, an edgier feel to Michael Jackson. This was the album that kind of made him, or where he was trying to make himself kind of a badass. You know, on the cover, he's an um, in all leather, and the you know in the video, of course, he's kind of doing like you know quasi ballet style dances. But like you know, he's bad. You know, he's he's got all these other people around him. With switchblades and <laughs> and, <laughs> and leather and like you know jean jackets and they're they're like you know gritty looking dudes and so that's that to me that's kind of the everlasting legacy and then of course the album that didn't live up to Thriller even though you know in retrospect it sold a lot of records had a lot of hit songs but like in the eyes of many people it it wasn't Thriller like whereas to me it was I mean dare I say it save a few songs because I mean like Thriller's kind of like an album with, like, some really, really, really good tracks. Like, it's got some of the best tracks of Michael Jackson's career. And then some, eh, some filler, so to speak. And some people might get mad at me for saying that. But there's some filler on Thriller, I think. I don't think there's any filler on Bad. Like, I think he was really... And that's probably... Maybe that's why it took so long. You know, the Victory World, the Victory Tour took some time. But I think, like...
0: He started writing songs for it during the Victory Tour.
2: But, yeah. But, I mean, he probably wanted to, like, really get this one right. And I think he did. I think it's, I think it's overall song for song, the best album of his career, I think.
0: Um, Just to give you some accolades, some accolades for this album. It was nominated for six Grammys and it won two. It was nominated for album of the year, best pop vocal performance, uh, record of the year for man in the mirror. Uh, Best, it won for best engineered recording, and short form music video for Leave Me Alone. Who did it lose to for album I
2: was going to ask. Who did it lose to? Let's see. It better not be some crap.
0: It lost to the Joshua Tree.
2: Damn it. Okay. <sighs> That's a good record.
0: <laughs> and it would look. This is the like. We've talked about the Grammys before. But this is when. The year that the Joshua Tree mm-hmm. won. This who else is in that category? Bad of course. Whitney. Whitney Houston.
2: God.
0: Sign of the Times by Prince. Oh. And Trio, which was an album with Dolly Parton, Linda Ronstadt, and Lou Harris. It
2: can't really go wrong anywhere?
0: Yeah. It could be any of those. Mm. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's it those will. Are, yeah,
2: those are classics. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think it's it's legacy is going to be more for, not just for the songs. I mean, the songs are great. It's going to be known for a few songs. But I think as far as the promotion of it, mm-hmm. the touring of it, everyone had to step up their game yeah. after the success of this album outside of sales.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: and people have been trying to, I don't think anyone's really caught up to it. No, no.
2: I mean, the closest we might have is Justin Timberlake as a solo artist. Um, But I mean, that's it. I mean, I know some people are like, oh, uh, Usher. But I mean, yeah, I mean, (laughs) Justin, I think Justin's bigger than Usher at this point. Um, But I mean, that's the closest we have. And even he's not doing, or maybe Beyonce, I shouldn't discount her. But I mean, like, they're still not doing this on the level that Michael Jackson did it on. Not even close, I don't think. So, my two cents. All
0: right, that's going to do it for our discussion
2: on Bad. Uh, Let us know what you
0: think of the album, uh, and we'll let you know again where you can contact us. (laughs) If you
2: want to. Yes.
0: (laughs) So what we're going to get to is my earworm of the week, and it is from a band called Alpine. Uh, I started listening to this band last year. I can say last year now,
2: 2016. Uh, Pulled that on me earlier today. (laughs) I haven't seen you all year. Get out of here. Go. (laughs)
0: But um, I think they were One of their songs was on my uh, oh, Sorry We have some <laughs> Some background noise here But uh, I heard the song uh heard one of their songs I think they were on my One of my Discover Weekly playlists oh,
2: I love those lists And
0: uh, They were on there And I started listening to their album And
2: I, I ended up listening to the whole album Nice I love when that happens <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, They are from Australia And uh, it's it's a song called Damn Baby (laughs) from their album called, simply called Yuck. It's a good title. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Damn Baby by Alpine. Baby by Alpine from their album Yuck.
2: It's not bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you can find that along with all our other earworms from our previous shows. (laughs) Uh, Search BTTYHT earworms on Spotify and you'll find them all there. So
2: there should be forty-eight of them then if this is show number twenty-two.
0: Forty forty-four.
2: Forty four? Because I can't I can't multiply. My bad, Mm y'all. My bad.
0: So uh, that's going to do it for our show. Um, you can find us again on Facebook at by the time you hear this. Facebook dot com slash by the time you hear this spell with the word you uh, with the alternate urban code for black spelling with the letter "u." By the time you hear this, that is the Instagram handle and our email. By the time you hear this at Gmail dot com. That's what, that will also be in the description. And uh, you can listen to us also on iTunes, Podomatic, Satchel Podcast Player, and Castbox, and where other fine podcasts are given away <laughs> for free—free ninety nine. The low low.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If you don't listen to Monty Jones, you start. don't get it. Yeah, you need to. Start. I think
0: I think he can't say it, say it that way anymore. Why? They I guess, I think they wanted to push the ESPN app. Oh my god. So he has to say it's on the ESPN app. So they don't say that anymore. That app is but garbage. But people who know where, you know, you'll enjoy the reference we just made that if app you understand. It is garbage. <laughs> I don't even I I download I downloaded show on on the in, uh on iTunes. Yeah, I, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I
2: when I switched to Android I thought that was the only thing I could use to get it and I had it for a week and I ran. <laughs> it's so bad.
0: <laughs> so, yeah um but ours is on, it is on iTunes mm-hmm. and uh and Castbox I guess if you're one of one of those androidies and it is free 99 <laughs> the <Lula>. okay <laughs> 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 oh man um so uh okay well I I I I want to make sure that we have both watched it at the time within our next episode or the one after we have to do a review
2: of the new edition mini series. Cool. It now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. That's it's <laughs> gonna be awesome. I'm anxious. Have you seen the trailer? I have not, but I just I I like I like new edition, so yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh that is coming.
2: Hell, I might invite my sister over to watch it. She loves <laughs> new edition. So Yes. Um
0: that is coming it may not be the next episode only because the movie hasn't come out yet. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Oh yeah. Well, I just got that, uh, that Yahoo update from what you just told me during the break. Uh, tears. Uh, tears. (laughs) So, um, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, thank you everyone who's been listening and downloading around the world.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) We definitely appreciate that. And, uh, we look forward to more interaction from you. So as we always do, we end the song. We end up the, the episode with a song based on our topic. And it's going to be a song from Bad. Mm. And uh, what you got? I'm going to play Leave Me Alone. Solid. And we'll leave you alone for another week or so. <laughs> uh, so thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will talk to you soon. Peace.
2: Peace.